Hello, friends. It's Darren Cooper from DarrenCooperMusic.com, and you are listening to The Silent Creative, a podcast geared to help you turn down the noise so you can find your voice and create your art. Let's go. What's happening, my friends? Hopefully you are doing well today. It is another silent creative podcast, and I'm glad you're here to check this out today. The uh, I can't lie, the, the weather here in Indiana the last couple of days has been a little bit nicer. It's not been great, kind of rainy, but the, the temperature's up a little bit, and I gotta say it's putting me in a little bit of a better mood. Uh, the, the, the weather is, is elevating my mood and I cannot complain about it. And so no matter where you're at and where you're listening to this, I hope that the weather is great. The sun is shining and that life is treating you well. And, uh, so last week I got the opportunity to have the first ever interview on the old silent creative podcast, uh, had a talk with my good buddy, Austin Sterling, a uh, local musician here in Indianapolis, and, and we just had a great conversation. And last week we talked a little bit about just uh, fighting through adversity and just pain and life kind of beating you back a little bit and, and his creative process through that. And then this week as part two uh, arises, we're going to talk a little bit about his creative process as well as the album that is coming out here real soon. Uh, we didn't uh, specifically state a day, but the record is out now. The thing is, you will have to catch a live show in order to get it. It is not on all the streaming services yet. So be sure if you see Austin Sterling coming through a town near you or if you're local to Indy here, make sure you go out and get the record. It's it's not a disappointment. But I'm excited to talk a little bit. Uh, we kick off first thing with his creative process. And if you're like me, I love hearing how artists make their art. So I'm going to shut up now and get right into the interview. Let's do that now. And I know we got a, a, a new record that I want to talk about here in just a minute. But before we do, uh, I love I love hearing about people's creative process. Yeah. Like what you what you do, how you, you know, the, the classic, well, do the lyrics come first or right. do the music? <laughs> like, you know, like what is your creative process like right now? Um, so I've actually been trying new things. Um, before it was just a very simple, um, so I have my notes and my phone mm -hmm. and I just have a note in my iPhone. It just says hooks and it's just lyric ideas. It's like right. catchy one line, two line, right. four paragraphs, whatever it yeah. is. Like I just stuff that I think is good that I'm like, Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, something I hear, you know, at the dentist and waiting room mm -hmm. and, you know, Maury's on and there's a line <laughs> where she's like, you know, you ain't ever going to love me the way I am, you know? And yeah. I'm like, I don't know why, but that's a line, that, it you just know, sticks like, out to me. It, you know, and then they fight and whatever. Um, <laughs> so like, uh, so I'd have these hooks in my phone and then I would have videos on my phone of just while I'm playing guitar, 
yeah. chord progressions, sure. hook ideas, yeah. uh, mel- vocal melody ideas, anything. Right. And uh, I would just go each night before I go to bed, I would listen through as many as I could before I fell asleep. But I would listen through, and I don't do it as much now that I'm married because Lily and I usually end every night just talking. Like, right. we're just, we just talk. Right. You know, you know, finally, like finally we, part of the day yeah, that you're yeah. like, oh man, I could yeah, shut everything else catch up. Oh, and then hi, we get how are into you? like a deep conversation <laughs> and it's like three in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, so, but before I would listen every night as I was going to sleep, I'd listen to my, these hook ideas and stuff. Yeah. And, um, fall asleep with them and let them really kind of like become a part of me, you know? Yeah. So then the next time I go play guitar, I'm like, Oh yeah, that, that, that chord progression of that riff or whatever it was, I would just start playing through it, kind of hum nonsense words. Sure. And then I would look through my hooks. Yeah. And if a hook fit, then it would, then yep. it would be take off, dude. It would be yep. 15, 20 minutes. I have a song done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's how I did it for years. Um, and now I've been trying some different stuff. Um, it's weird because like you're, we're, 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 you know, we're artists or whatever you want to call right, it. Right. Um, you know, a musician, like it's my job to be creative every day. Yeah. Like that's your job. Yeah. Like, and that's weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is. And it it's is. hard. It's, you can't just show up you know, yeah. to your creative cubicle and just yeah. like clock in and it just happens. Yeah. So I have to step away from it sometimes. Um, sure. We have a wood shop at my mom's house and I'll, uh, go over there and just, just crank like black angels or something real dark and heavy, you know, yeah. or whatever, not black angels aren't really dark and heavy, but like just something loud, yeah. you know, and yeah, I just yeah. crank it and, um, and I will just build something out of wood or okay, just whatever. Almost um, like another creative outlet, something yeah. outside of yeah. your your norm. Yeah. Right. Anything. I just, I'll step away from the music stuff and I'll get away from it and then I'll go back, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it usually bounces between working in the shop area, sitting down with my guitar, strumming some stuff out, playing through a PA like loud, like it would be like a show. So I know oh, okay. how to like feel. Okay. How how would this feel at a show? Yeah. So I got a PA with a big sub and I yeah. crank it. And yeah, just go for it. Yeah. And I play like, and then I'm like, I find something. I'm like, ooh, that's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So then Looking I, for that spark, right? Yeah. So then yeah. that goes in my videos, you know? Yeah. I take a video that's of cool. it. Um that's cool. Or I sit down, record, write that way. Yeah. That's um, fun. So there's that. There's uh I heard Ryan Adams talk about stacks. It's a method where you take however many books you want. Usually I usually use like three just because more than that just seems to get over it. You just open them randomly. It doesn't have to be any kind of specific book unless you're looking for something specific, I okay. guess. I okay. don't know. You just open them up and then you just start reading through, reading through. And if you're nothing's clicking on that first book, then you read through the, just move on to the second okay. one, you know, go to the third one. Nothing's working there. Open to different pages and you'll see a line and it's like, Ooh, that line's awesome. I, mm. That, that, find that inspiration that sentence or those, that yeah. word or those three words together. Yeah. And then you're like, Ooh, I write that down. Then you just start free writing. I like that. And then, so you just write that line and then just keep writing. Like, uh, 
sometimes something very specific and like coherent will happen uh-huh. and uh-huh. I'll have that line and then I'm like, Ooh, and it moves in a direction. Some, sometimes if it doesn't, then I will just, I won't let my hand stop. I don't let the yeah. pen leave the yeah. page. Just, just keep free going. Write, just keep writing, keep writing, whatever keep writing. comes. doesn't matter if it makes sense. Um, so that's another method. Um, another one I've been trying lately is, uh, so if I get stuck, I move to a completely different style of music. So right okay. now I've been recording a lot of like metal and real heavy dark stuff. Okay. And it's so fun for me because it's so easy. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm doing like doom type stuff. Right, 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 right. It's, it's just so fun. So Love I'll it. write out a drum part, you know, and just something simple. And then I just grab a bass and just throw as much yeah. fuzz on it as yeah. I can you know, and then do that. And then I just scream over it, you know, and it's, <laughs> I love it. and that's love cool. It. Cause it totally resets my yeah. mind. Yeah. Cause I get away from this like folky rootsy singer songwriter type thing. And I go over into something where I'm not thinking about like that yeah. way yeah, at all. I'm not thinking about like a melodic banjo part or anything sure, like that. Sure. Sure. I'm just thinking of like heavy, dark fuzz yeah. screaming, yeah. you know. You, it almost gets you out of your head because when you're writing the stuff that you hope goes on a record, you're going, oh, it, it, you know, you edit yourself almost right. as you go. Right. When you're writing something, that you, it, you're like, this isn't going to see the light of day. Right. All of a sudden, something, it, it unlocks something different. Yeah. And allows you the to kind of find The freedom of it that. is yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, like true uh, inspiration and creativity mm-hmm. can just flow. Yeah, and then when you go back to the what you're trying to do, something's yeah. there. Yeah, that's really cool. So that that's that's been fun. Um, and then the other thing is just uh, I've been trying to come up with creative drum parts, and that's a lot on this new album. Um, maybe not a lot, on a couple songs. Just I came up with cool rhythm parts and saw what songs worked to those. Mm. So I had songs mm-hmm. that were already finished that I played at a certain tempo or whatever. Sure. But I had this drum part and I'm like, that drum part is sexy. I need to do yeah. something with yeah. it. So I would like take that song, play it on top of it at a completely different tempo and it wow. would take on like a totally different life. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't even miss the old way I used to play it. Right. That's right. Dope. You know, yeah. like I like yeah. that. So that's cool. Yeah, there's there's other things, but those are like probably the ones that jump out my sure, head the most. Sure. So. Well, yeah, and it's it's just fun to hear the creative process. Like even for me, listening to you say some of that stuff is yeah. like, oh man, I should try that. Yeah. That's pretty. Or cool. uh, you know? watching movie or TV. Um, I'll go through and just watch. Um, it's it's kind of nice because it gives you a break. You're taking a break from, you know, quote unquote working. Right. Right. But I got a notepad and a pen, and I'm looking for lines yeah. in movies yeah. and things, and like trying to think of, um, you know. And obviously, I'm not trying to like plagiarize, plagiarize anything no, or whatever, no, no, but no. like just something to get that spark and get the for sure. get the mind. Because sure. once the spark rolling. happens, then the idea kind of morphs and changes, yeah. and uh, you know, it might it might spark from something that was said yeah. in a Netflix series, but yet there's there's so much more by the yeah. time the 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 song is done. I, I do that often. Like if I'm making music, uh, I have, uh, I'll go through, uh, Instagram and or not Instagram, uh, Spotify. And I'll, I'll have a, a playlist of yeah. something like 
something sticks out as I hear it, right? Yeah. So I throw it in a in a playlist and I'll go back to it and I'll be like, let me just like start by redoing that drum part. Right. I really dig that. Let me do that. Well then the chord progression's kind of four chords like that. And so it might start sounding a lot like the song at first. Right. But by the time I'm done, it'll veer away. You from have it. no yeah. idea. I could pay, play them back to back for you, and you'd be like, "Yeah, that's the same. Like that's what you yeah. took from that." Yeah. And so it sounds like the same same kind of vibe, yeah. you know. And yeah. I had a guy uh, like a year and a half ago ask if if I would sit down and work on just songwriting with him, mm. and I'm like, "Yeah, dude. Like I'm happy. I don't think I know everything, but like sure. I I think that is." If I if I were to have strengths, I think that's probably one of right. my strengths. You know, is just kind of like putting it. things together. So I <clears throat> sat down with him and asked him, "So what's your process?" He's like, "Well, I hope he's not listening to this." Um, <laughs> he's he's <laughs> nameless right now. He's so, so it's, nameless. It's good. It's good. Um, but he's like, "Well, I listen to like, and I'm not even going to say the song he said, but like, you know, um, X Y Z X Y Z song, and you know." So I learned the chord progression of it and like the melody and I just sang the song and played it as it's played and just changed the lyrics. So he was playing the song exactly how you play it. Same tempo, everything. Right, right. The melody line, but just changing the lyrics. Right. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Weird Al does that too. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure he has to pay know, royalties of yeah, some sort yeah, too. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he's going to ask permission. I don't think he can claim that as his right, own. Right. You know, and I was just like, I hate to tell you, man, but you're like, you're totally ripping him off. You know, like right. he can't do that. Right. You know. Yeah, there there is a line in there somewhere. Yeah. I think he might have crossed it at which, some point. Which is yeah. hard because you. I mean, words together, it's such a weird thing to say, like, I got a copyright on these right, words. Right. And I wrote, um, so I wrote this thing years and years ago, um, this line, and, you know, Trampled by Turtles. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, you know, kind of folk, new, new grass, I guess is mm-hmm, what people call mm-hmm. it. New grass. Um, they, they've got this song. So I wrote this line, saved it for a long, long time. Right. I was like, it's such a good line. I, it just, it meant so much to right, me. Because right, when I right, wrote right. it, I was just like, you know, it was obviously a breakup, of course. It was a singer-songwriter style line. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, that, yeah. Oh, that tells her <laughs> that's that line. And I was so excited about it. Could never find a place for it anywhere. And I finally, one night, man, I was working up in Fort Wayne on this project, um, this construction project when I was still doing construction. And I'm in my room by myself. I had a mattress on the floor because I didn't want to pay any more money for like extra furniture and stuff. So it's just me, this mattress, my guitar, and this little lamp on the floor. (laughs) And it clicked. And it's for the song, I'll Be Gone. Um, But the line is... I can't love you the way you want me to. I can't do the things. Um, no, I can't, I can't remember the line. I can't do the things. <laughs> You're not singing it. That you need. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Well, Trampled by Turtles, a few months later, I get an album of theirs. And they've got a song that starts out, I can't love you, baby, 
the way you want me to. And I was just, I'm crushed, dude. Oh, I'm just like, like, no, and I can't part with it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think, I think, cause I know I, it came honestly. Right. Right. F- from me. Yeah. Cause I've heard things that I've written that are way too similar to other things. Sure. And I can't like, you know, like I, I just recorded this song and it has a, a very similar kind of melodic thing to O Death, this band that I love. Okay. Um, it's this like real plucky, out of tune thing that they do on like a ukulele. Well, I was doing it on a banjo that I put nylon strings on mm. and kind of tuned it so it was like, kind of out of tune. Mm-hmm. And it was just going plunk, 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 plunk. And then I'm listening to O Death and I'm like, <laughs> like oh, I totally ripped them off and didn't realize it. Yeah, so I had that to go through. And I, yeah, right? yeah, I just went through and wiped wiped the song. Oh, I was man, like, I'm not like, even gonna do that. So I gotta yeah find something else to fill the space. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. So well, speaking of of records, I know you have a, a new record coming out here real soon. Let, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like what what's what's the uh, the vibe behind it? What's the thing? When's it coming out? All that kind of stuff. <clears throat> so. I, I won't, I guess, I, I, and to save myself from being too repetitive, <clears throat> on the album, I have a whole commentary. Oh, nice. So That's at the cool. end of the album, there's a whole commentary where I'm talking about the album. Yeah. Um, I, talk it, I talk on it more from a, uh, so I'm not talking about each song, about what the meaning is behind them. Uh-huh. I'm talking more about the story of how the album came together. Yeah. And then I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about like the instrumentation and stuff. Sure. Sure. So, um, I didn't go into depth and the meaning of the songs, but sure. in a, um, to sum it all up, basically I started recording this album, started the first couple songs when my dad started to get sick. Mm. So that's when those songs started. Now, the album originally, I wanted it to be a meditative album, so I actually mm. wanted it to be more as a tool, okay, for people to like a, a meditative tool, a way right. to like for people to sit, turn it on, right, and turn off their brain, right, and re, we know all and about recenter themselves. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, I think it still has some of those elements, but it kind of took on a different life because of you know, my dad passing some issues within my family, losing our family farm, losing our house, you know, our house fire. Um, you know, my mom, you know, watching her journey, you know, losing her husband, Mm -hmm. just kind of all these real heavy things literally have happened in this time frame. Right. Right. And, you know, when my dad gets sick, the album starts, it goes through all these things. And this album is like, is com- is the entire time it's really weird actually because we f- i finished the album when i finally got settled in this new house yeah and it's like life finally slowed down and i could take a deep breath wow. and that's when the album like finished wow so um i don't know man i love that well it sounds like it sounds like it's gonna be a a record of that journey right a a record of whether you meant that or not yeah it's gonna really kind of be in that vibe where you can 
look back on it and maybe it kind of tells a fuller story right. here in the next couple of years yeah. for you. But, uh, but yeah, man, that's... I don't even think I've unpacked everything right. that's within that album because I, um, I did a lot of different things with it. Um, some of the tracks are kind of muddy and I talk about this on the commentary. Um, muddy, you know what that means mm-hmm. from a mixing standpoint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of found myself as I was listening to it, I felt like I could totally be wrong, but I felt like it was almost helping lull me into that like hmm. empty space of right. like just emptiness. I use that loosely. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and a positive emptiness of like right. um, you're pushing everything else that doesn't matter aside. Right. Right. Um, so these like tones, this like, you know, real muddy tones mm-hmm. that are within three of the songs specifically, uh, I feel like really lended themselves to be more that kind of help that meditative aspect right. of the album. And the album from beginning to end doesn't stop. So like from the first time yeah. and yeah, a journey. So it that. starts out with footsteps. You hear footsteps that. on gravel and um, yeah, man, it's just... That's really cool. Yeah. So I love I love uh, uh, concept albums. I guess it was maybe it was what I would I would put that as, or really a journey within the record, right? Yeah. I love I love that idea to to go through and whether all the songs fit perfectly or not, but it sounds like they go into one another. Yeah. They they, uh, so there's trans there's there's some um, transition tracks in between. Um, because I did want the album to feel like a journey or like a movie on, on some level, like, you know, yeah. an, a, a non-visual movie, you know, yeah. um, more of like a, not to be cheesy about it, but like a movie more for your, like your soul or like yeah. a deeper part of you. Okay. So like I picture people getting this album and not listening to a bit of it until they get home in a place where they're not going to get interrupted and, um, either cranking it on their stereo or putting headphones on, turning all the lights out, burning incense, lighting candles, and just laying on the couch with their eyes closed. That's what I picture. Like, that's how I hope every single person listens. Go back and listen to the record now in that that way. (laughs) I know. Well, I just, I hope that that's how I hope people listen to the album. That's really cool. And so. All right. That said, what's the name of the record? With the wolves. With the wolves. Yeah. Well, I, it, I, I've listened through some. I did not do the the cool experience that yeah. you were talking about <laughs> yeah. that I'm totally going to do now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but man, it is a it is a great record. I love the journey that you've been on and, and what is portrayed in this music. I think it's uh, I think it's going to be powerful. And so uh, for those of you listening, make sure that you go check out Austin Serling. Uh, you're you're on the old. Uh, uh, the, the Spotify right mm-hmm. now, right? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, where else can they find you online? Uh, you can do, I mean, obviously like iTunes and things like that. Um, Apple Are you a social media guy? Yeah. So Instagram, Facebook, that's really all I those, use. Those are Anything the two. more than that, man. I just, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I'm not even good at those two. So like, right. um, or, what's the, what's the handle on your, uh, on your Instagram? Uh, should just be Austin Sterling. Austin Sterling, yeah. straight up. Sterling right. with an I, not Sterling. with an E. S T I R. S T I R. Yeah. Okay. Everybody wants to spell it with an E, which is all right. It's like, all right. Yeah. Come on, y'all. 
Yeah. Get it right. Yeah, it's all right. right. I can't spell. I got a tattoo right here that says literally says can't spell on my wrist <laughs> that my buddy Ian did. It's awesome. Because <laughs> I'm that bad at spelling. Yeah, join the club, my friend. Yeah, so, club, um, so. But yeah, then uh, just my website, austinsterling.com. So. Awesome, man. Yeah, Awesome. Dude. Well, we can't wait for this record to, to come out to get a chance to listen to it with the lights off, with the candles yeah. burning, the incense yeah. going. It's uh, it's gonna be really good, and uh, I should have called it "Sexy Time with Austin." Or there, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Well, before uh, before we wrap this up, I, I I'm gonna maybe do this on these artist interviews uh, that you are the first of. So this could nice. be the first of things. It could uh, it, it could be not not that cool. I don't <laughs> know, but uh, but tell us a book, a band, and a movie. They kind of uh, were, were influential. Maybe you're reading right now something that sticks out as as something that you you always go to. So a book, a <clears throat> band, and a movie. So the first book that comes to mind, um, there's a book called Dreams by Olive Schreiner. Okay. It was written back in like the 1800s, I think. She took all these African dreams, like story, wow. um, story. What do they call that? Through the uh, generations. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, jeez, uh, um, I'm brain farting. Yeah, I'm not sure. Stories, what um, but all these stories are of dreams that people have had. Okay. So they carried like a tradition of stories, and she just took them all and wrote them down. And that's cool. They're amazing. Um, it's it's kind of a hard book to find. Um, so that book, and then um, Falling Upward by Richard Rohr. I read mm. that uh, right after my dad passed, and it, man, that is a good. It book, totally man. put. It helped me find where I was in life then. Wow! Like it, it helped yeah. it put to words. Yeah. Everything I was experiencing, kind of what I was, where I was at in life now, and I, yeah. you know, Lily and I were lucky enough on tour. We stopped in New in. Uh, New Mexico, and I got to sit down with him and like thank no him. Way. Yeah, and that's great. Lily and I sat in his office and you know had a long conversation with him, and I got to cry and be like, "Dude, thank you so much. Like, you <laughs> don't even realize you helped me through my father's death." You wow. know, and wow. So that was cool. Powerful um, moment. Yeah, it was really cool. And then he gave me um, the Divine Dance and signed it. And then I lost it in the house fire. Oh, <laughs> I no. Like, oh. I lost that oh, and an no. uh, autographed hockey stick from Wayne Gretzky. Oh, man. Yeah, that I got when I was like four. Oh. When he played for Indianapolis. A lot of people don't know he played in Indianapolis. He played in Indianapolis? Yeah. And I How think he I was a this? goalie. It was like <laughs> the first, yeah. If you, if you trace it back, he played, and it wasn't very long, but my grandma and grandpa were physician, physicians, and um, he went to them when he was here no playing way. in Indianapolis. So they took me to a game. So you got a hockey yeah, stick. I'm getting off course here. Um, oh, that's totally fine. So what was the question? All right. So, yeah. So those are your books. Yeah. Falling okay. Upward is, 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 so it's Dreams and Falling Upward? Yeah. Dreams, Falling Upward. What about um, a band that was influential? In, so influential. obviously, as far as like a musician, my father-in-law, mm-hmm. Doug Spencer, mm-hmm. I mean, that was like a pretty pivotal moment. Yeah, for sure. Um, man. There's probably a lot. Yeah, and it, I mean, after I discovered these bands that my friends gave me, I really sought out 
stuff. I'm, I'm not a huge Dylan fan, but like that was one of the first CDs I got. So right. I got kind of acquainted right. with him. I respect him. I appreciate him. Sure. I just never like, sure. resonated with me that much. Um, um, Counting Crows. Mm-hmm. And then probably the big one where I just was like, couldn't get enough of them was The Doors. Like oh, okay. that dark eerie yeah. sound. I was just dark like, eerie. Dude, yeah, for sure. You know, I hear that kind of come through in some of the stuff you yeah, do. Yeah, the sure. doors. And then later years, um, after I was actually even playing music, like I said, I was not. And we're in Indian Indianapolis. Like it's not a crazy like yeah. looking forward artistic. Right. You know, I mean, it's got right. cool stuff happening. Cool stuff. And I love Indianapolis for sure. But it's not like. Portland or something where you're going right. to hear all this crazy new stuff, right, you right. know, not, um, it's not cutting edge as far as yeah, the creativity. Yeah. <laughs> so like I didn't hear about like Mumford and sons until like yeah. they had been way out for yeah, a while. They had exploded you know? before we even knew about them, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, uh, so I started playing music and then I discovered Tom Waits and I was like, mm. dude, this guy is like in my head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I felt like, so, um, yeah, Tom Waits probably. That's good. What about a movie? What's what's something that you love? Um, Requiem for a Dream was I loved that That's back a in the day. Movie. Yeah, <laughs> I loved that movie. back in the day. Um, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Oh, man, I think really kind film. of like I don't cry. I'm I'm more than happy to cry at any moment if it if it warrants it. You <laughs> know what it, I mean? If it needs it, yeah, like, yeah. Um, movies don't move me, right? You know very easily, but like I actually like cried. That at, one, right? You know you. when yeah. they're like on the ice under the sheets yeah. and she like slides yeah. away. I was like, oh, God. Yeah. I think I'm not I, crying. Yeah, no. you're crying, and I think I uh, was going through a breakup at the time, so yeah. that was obviously yeah. not helping. Um, and then Imaginarium of Dr. Panassus. I really dig that movie. Okay. I don't I think I've seen that one. I'll yeah. have to check that out. Um, it was, uh, as I understand it, uh, Heath Ledger's last movie. So he died in the middle of making it. That's, okay, yeah. that's where I've heard the name then. And they had to finish it with right. all these other actors. And, right, right. Um, wow. But, I, I mean, movies, dude, I am a movie... And like TV series junkie. junkie, so I could talk about that stuff <laughs> yeah, we all can get day going. long. We you can know, get going. you should start another podcast. Like, there you go. Yeah, movies with Austin. We'll yeah, call it. there you go. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I love it. I love it so much. I enjoy talking to artists about their art, about their creative process, and and it's just so much fun. So a huge thank you to Austin for being the first ever. Uh, interviewee on the Silent Creative Podcast. I am hoping to do more of these because it's just so fun. And I'm hoping that it is a good enjoyment for you as well. Uh, And and maybe something that Austin said stuck out to you. Maybe it's part of his process or a a movie or a book that you heard him talk about. And, And maybe let's just take a couple of minutes and think through some of those things that he challenged us on or that we were encouraged by, inspired by. And, uh, and let's just allow ourselves to take a minute to rest and breathe and lean into that a little bit today. And so as the music plays now, uh, just, just step into that. Give yourself a minute and, and allow it to inspire you and lead you out into your day to create your art. Let's do that now.
Wonderful. Well, thank you for taking a minute to rest and breathe. Uh, I think that's that's good for us. I know that when I stop and do that, it's a game changer for me. It uh, changes my perspective, the way that I see the world, even the way that I create my art. So uh, I, I hope that does the same for you today. And I, I want to remind you of this, like I do every week, that you are an artist and that your voice matters in this world more than you know and that you are loved more than you could ever imagine. 
So go now and create your art. We'll see you next time.